three, four. The common counterpart. Welcome to episode 37 of The Common Counterpart. I'm Mark. And I'm Josh. Joshy. Hey, I'm Googling the significance of 37. One, one second. Mm, might take you a few pages. <laughs> and I don't think there's any. I was listening to, uh, are you familiar with Sam Tripoli? He's yeah. a comedian, but he's a big conspiracy theorist. Oh, I'm surprised I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, th- I think you would like his stuff. Okay. He has a really funny podcast that he does with um, Brian Callen. Who's and he? He's the comedian. He's he was in um, Hangover. He's on Fighter and the Kid. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, he um, Sam comes up with conspiracy theories, and Brian tries to debunk them. Okay, uh, but I feel like it'd be a show that you're into. I need to. get I mean, into he that. can he can go off the rails a little bit. Sam can. No, there's which no. Is, <laughs> where you where we're the, going, we don't need rails. <laughs> this is the problem. Anything is possible if it can be thought up. It has to be possible. That's true. So I guess I shouldn't say that. But in, anyway, the reason I thought about that is he was just on um, a podcast I was listening to, and he was mm-hmm. talking about uh, Google and the search results that you get mm-hmm. versus the search results that exist, where it says on the bottom, like, we have omitted search words. If you want to search again, mm-hmm. click here, and then it gives you a different one. Well, um, oh, we were talking earlier, and I forgot to mention, but I, I read uh, a guy named Scott Galloway, and he's a big like finance guy, and he's really working theories out on like big tech and he had a lot to say about google twitter apple amazon those those sorts of guys i'm uh, i'm gonna spend the next couple of days just binging sam tripoli you should i'm, I'm excited I, I mean but along that point are are we at a spot now where it's just common knowledge that those big the big guys are up to something yeah i mean has anyone been like no yeah really people are still thinking like bezos is i mean now there are we definitely need to be careful. there are definitely levels. Right, like some people think, and Sam I think is one of them, where he has come on record to say that they're all actors. Oh really? Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, the rabbit hole might go deeper than you're willing to I'm, go. I'm in. Well, here's the thing: you watch uh, James Bond evil villains as a kid, and you're like, "There's no way somebody could be that rich and that powerful and that diabolical." Isn't Bezos getting his like super yacht brought through a harbor and France or Germany is dismantling an entire historic bridge? No. Oh, is that yeah. true? Yeah. Oh, I have not read about that. Yeah. That's and, fantastic. And so when you and I ask a government, can you please dismantle this historic bridge? You're like, who are you? And then Bezos sure. is like, I got to get it through somehow. Yeah. And uh, also, isn't that just bad planning? Like somebody was like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't see that one on the map. Right. And I don't even, I, I don't know if it's being built and has to get out to Harbor. Or... Well, we're going to have to have an update on that because okay. that sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, there are very few conspiracy theories where I just shake my head and say no. If you told me that there are human sacrifices being done at the White House, I might believe you. The world is just going sideways. It's a very scary spot then because there yeah. is no rabbit hole that you refuse to go down. No, but but I'm willing to entertain all discussion. I guess that's a good word. Even entertain if, it. Even if it challenges my strongly held beliefs. But entertaining isn't bad. Right. I do think that people do need to entertain more mm-hmm. um, because we're just very quick to dismiss. But do you also think that maybe 
with a world of 8 billion people, a government, and an economy that moves so fast, there's no way for the human mind to understand it all. So we just bite off small pieces. We make our world, our friends, our homes. We don't ask how the sausage is made. I mean, I love that Amazon knows exactly what book to recommend. I do have a scary story for you, though. Oh, I'm ready. In class, um, I've got this girl. She sits right next to my desk, and she brings in this book, and it's a teen female novel, right? And so as I'm on my computer checking one of my Amazon orders, Amazon recommends that book. No. Yes. And so then I, I scroll down, and I go over one, and then it recommends another popular teen female novel that a girl from a previous period reads. Which you are not searching. I am not looking for these books. Every now and again, the wife orders a sports bra or like, you know, women's shoes on my account. And the algorithm gets messed up. Yeah, but not to recommend two books that I saw within weeks of each other. Now, did, my you buy, did you buy the book? No, no. But it's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. That, okay. I mean, I think maybe like, must be a tracker in the book, maybe something that they're like, hey... This yeah. book is getting, we're following her account on her phone. Right. And she is within proximity Two feet of, of my somebody else every who day. they know spends money on books mm -hmm. on Amazon. That's wrong. That's creepy. Hey, you've seen the documentary Creepy Line? Yes. And somebody in Google says, well, how do we, what do we know the creepy line is? And the guy goes, I'm not sure, but I think we'll know it when we cross it. I He's think, been crossed. I think we're here. Yeah. Um, but it's not the weirdest thing I've heard of. Dude. <laughs> I'm so excited right now. Okay, full disclosure, this was not planned to talk about this. No. Because I didn't know it existed. I did. And I was quick to text, right? I mean, I think yeah. I was in the middle of teaching. Yeah. And, and, I, came, and I, was, I came across this. We were watching something, and I was like, dude, have you ever heard of this? This is the craziest <laughs> thing. There's no way this is real. So let me ask you something. You, you, you've used, um, what, what are those, uh, Nextdoor app, not Nextdoor, OfferUp. Yes. There's a variety of secondhand. Super cool that the bell just went off. <laughs> there are a ton of secondhand sites, right, where you can sell your, your yeah. stuff. So if you want to sell old clothes, an old bike, furniture, I've seen some weird stuff. I've seen, like, used underwear. Why? I don't know. Uh like a, a tent that is falling apart, people can sell used stuff. Can you think of anything of value that you can't sell in an aftermarket economy, a secondhand, not secondhand, but... I mean, I think everything, for the most part, pretty well covered, right? You would think, but are there things that are made that no one tries to resell them, they just said... Screw it. Let's just get rid of it. I mean, it's kind of following, you know, our airplane mm -hmm. situation. Like, and I don't think that there's no value there. Mm -hmm. But it's like almost like, like, should you? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's more of an ethical question, maybe, but also obviously security falls into it. Okay. But coming into this week's topic, <laughs> thinking about all of the things that have to do with space. Mm hmm. I guess I just assume that things end up in museums. Right. All of them. Like what kind of what kind of space thing would you put I mean, in a like, museum? Like a satellite. Yeah. All these different things that, you know, 
are going to eventually have to come down. Mm-hmm. I, here's what I do think. I think that the movie, was it Apollo 13? Maybe Apollo 13 had me twisted. Where they get stuck up there? Yeah, but yeah. then they come down and everything's like on fire, you know, and they're burning up, burning up, burning up. That's but, ha- but then they make it. But that, well, don't ruin it. Oh, well, if you haven't seen Apollo 13 <laughs> by now, um, you're many Apollos late. But all re-entries do uh, that. Yes, for so sure. A, so almost burning to death on re-entry. I mean, you're signing up for that. Yeah, that's a successful re-entry. And so I think I just imagined, like, it's the garbage disposal (laughs) of space mass. But you do know they call that a controlled re-entry. When it's on fire? Yes. But NASA does have a polite term for a crash landing, and it's called a (laughs) non-controlled Anything non-controlled where I'm coming, hurling out of the sky? Yeah. I don't think I want to be a part of it. All the more reason to not fly in outer space. Now, but... can't you just go slower? Mm-mm. Hmm. Gravity, son. Dude, 9.8 meters per second per second. Did you look it up? No, but hit your boy up. It's the <laughs> only thing I remember about physics class, senior that's year. That's really impressive. I can't tell you the teacher's name, but shout out to him. So, yeah, that's maximum velocity, not to mention how large something has to be. And we are not talking about the forgotten satellites we are not talking about the forgotten jettisoned fuel tanks off a space shuttle. My boy Mark was surprised, as was I, to find out that in 2031, they will decommission the International Space Station and will allow it to crash land in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Dude, the ISS is coming to an end. And what do they call the place? They, they named this this underwater graveyard. Dude, Point Nemo. Not named after the fish. Not the fish. Captain Nemo. 20,000 leagues under the sea. Look it up. I don't think you're correct. I think it's Latin for no one. No, come on. Check out your Latin, bro. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) young Jamie, throw your Latin up there. I think it's, I think they named it that because it means no one. I'm going now. I'm going with mine, Point Nemo. Well, yours is cool too. Whatever. Don't, don't. But maybe that's why they named him Captain is it name? Is it Captain Nemo? Origin. Well, again, this goes back to uh, geographyrealm.com. Does say Jules Verne's Captain Nemo, who roams the oceans in a submarine in the novel Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and in Latin means no one. Dude, do we just get dub victories right now? I guess so. Should, All right, let's just out. wrap it up. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we quarter won. of the day is we won. <laughs> no, incredible. Yeah. So, I have to be very clear because I, th- I do think I've made my point on this podcast many times. I don't care about space. Have we talked about this? I think yes, we have. There are I hate space. But why? I think space travel is stupid. I think NASA is stupid. I think the whole thing's dumb. I think the moon landing is fake. I don't think that we did. Stop nah, it. Stop I'm it. You kidding. did it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just don't think it's worth the squeeze. But it did supply you with ballpoint pens, mm, man. Velcro, sure. microwave. Where would I be? Uh, by the way, uh, Mr. Sassy Pants, if it weren't for space travel, there is no satellite, there is no cell phone, there I, is no radio, there is no TV. You say things like that like they're mutually exclusive to each other. I think that all of those things would have still been invented. Interesting. It's the progress of it. No, I get it. And people love and kids want to be astronauts and the whole thing. I don't thing. think they do anymore. That's old? No. I, I think kids just want to sit at home and play video games. I think you still want to be firemen. Yeah, for a hot minute, and then somebody... Astronaut's a tough sell, dude. I it mean, really is a terrible job. I don't know how much you make, but I, you cannot make a lot. Well, and they're all do- they all have their, their PhD in something. Well, they and have... they all get shorter when they come back. Yeah, and two, like 2% body fat. 
Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine trying to squeeze through some of those? Pl- I mean, I've never been in the space station. I don't want. I don't. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go if you told me it was free. I disagree. I think you. You would. think you you would go to outer space? Yeah. For I said, free? hey, it's free. I would. Ha- well, let me say this. I married well. I think I would be up to consider it, but the boss lady would definitely shut it down. I am not going. You what? could tell me that there is ten thousand dollars waiting for me up there, and I'm not going. You'd go. I wouldn't go because I don't want to go. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've got uh, what, what's what's the, the the term used for never been worn tennis shoes? Dead stock. Dead stock. First release Air Jordans. I'm not going. <laughs> but you thought not about even it. Then, I'm not going. <laughs> now that's my thoughts. I want to be very clear to the audience okay. as I have kind of a snarky tone for the rest of this episode. Should I tell people how I feel? Sure. As a scientist. I love that space is out there. It is of zero interest to me until you start to think it used to just be governments up there. Um, And now you're looking at private citizens. Wild West, baby. Private companies. Is it the new Wild West? It has to be. It's the new frontier. That's what Star Trek said. Right. And they were, who knew that he was so right? Do you know that that was a five-year mission, but it was only on TV for three years? It's inaccurate. How do you? No, it's not. It's accurate. I've got a. No, sh- I mean it's five year mission. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Corbett Loving. He let you know. He is quite the <laughs> the Trek geek. Yeah. Okay. Point Nemo. Yes. Where is it? So um, apparently somebody they didn't even go there. Uh, someone put a global algorithm out and just wanted to find the one place furthest away from humans and civilization. And this algorithm found it. Which in 2022 is a tough sell. You would think, but again, the Earth is 75% water. You knew it was going to be in the ocean. Yeah, it had to be. Um, Now, if they wanted to drop it in San Francisco or Los Angeles or Manhattan, I would have been fine with that too. It would make for (laughs) a much cooler news day. (laughs) Um, This is in the Southern Pacific Ocean. It is to the west of uh, South America, it is to the east of Australia, and it is north of Antarctica. Well, here's what I think is one of the problems, is that it's very difficult for us to see this location because of the generic globe that we typically see for the view of the Earth, right? You always get the same version of the Earth, where you get uh, Australia in the bottom right. Right. Europe in the center, North America on the left. This this location, I want to be careful. I I don't think that you could pinpoint this location on a typical map. Correct. Because it would technically be the part that wraps around. If you were oh, converting a map to a globe, I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, it's it's unable to be seen. So I I think that that number one shows you how vast the Pacific Ocean uh-huh. is. We don't give it enough credit. No. I don't, know if it, I don't know if it's looking for credit, but we just don't give it enough credit. Until you fly to New Zealand, I don't think you actually can tell me how far it is. And by the way, if you were to fly from North America to New Zealand, you still wouldn't see it. No, but it at least would give yeah. you an approximation of how far it is. Here's what's baffling to me, though. Looking at this map, I would have put this cemetery further north, closer to the equator, and I have to assume they chose not to do that because there are populated islands there. 
it would make them it, that would make sense. Yeah. Because even as you move away from the equator, we know that generally you get to less population centers. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are around the globe. Right. Right. The farther you get to the poles, the less people you have. And if this is going to literally be your crash landing site, mm-hmm. it's a real tough sell if right. this is going to have any type of worldwide effect on people. And this will be so surprisingly, this will be the largest piece of space debris to ever re-enter the atmosphere like this. Not the first. Not the first, but the largest. Did I say first? No. Okay. So you've got things like satellites and you've got some, a lot of them are Russian, by the way. I don't know. Did you look any of that stuff up? I had seen that it's not just one. It's not just us. Yeah. Us being the United States. Mm -hmm. This is sort of considered like the global garbage dump. And since it's in international waters, nobody can regulate it. And that's positive and negative. That's, that's terrible. We all think that parts of the globe are maintained and monitored by governments. And this is a spot where everybody said, you know, no one's going to find it here. I mean, this could be where they put Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rationale from what I heard is that it is the safest location to dispose of things. Mm-hmm. And although I, I buy into that, just looking at it geographically, yeah, that doesn't necessarily make it okay. I agree. And the fact that this has been happening mm-hmm. in our lifetime and I just never knew right, seems a bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no tinfoil on my head. But yeah, there is. No. But I just think it's odd that there is a location that we have chosen that's where we just feel like that part of the ocean is insignificant. If Listen, if we're going to be all out and just destroy everything, mm-hmm. well, then we have to be all out. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be all in, then we got to be all in. This is, this is like literally throwing paper on the ground and being like, yeah, that's all right. Well, and no one walks right over there anyway. And the thing that concerns me is that depending upon how big an entity is and who that entity is, rules change. It's definitely not an even playing field. Right. So when I looked at uh, the California speed rail, and I used to work in environmental consulting, um, it should have taken 50 years for them to have cleared every parcel of land for historical uh, significance, environmental significance, property rights, ancient indigenous burial grounds, it should have taken years. But because the people who were doing it had enough money and influence, they just said, nope, don't worry about it. So what does concern me is that we're trusting governments and you know intelligent a- agencies to tell us, yeah, don't worry about it, guys. It's fine. Now, I'm in the Northern Hemisphere, so I feel okay. But if you are in uh, New Zealand or in South America— it's a little too close to home. Right. I mean, we're talking about just kind of like crash landing stuff in. And aren't we under the impression, haven't we been told that, I know you don't believe in dinosaurs. That's very correct. But haven't we been told your mythical dinosaurs were wiped out by a meteorite significantly smaller than the International Space Station? The International Space Station is a football field wide. It's got five bedrooms, it's got a couple bathrooms, it's got laboratories, it's got a kitchen, it's got an exercise gym, not to mention, who knows what they do with the, with the potty waste? You just let that go into space? Yeah, I think you just shoot it out. Again, listen, if you pack it in, you pack it out. That's, <laughs> that's, what <you> that's <laughs> the rules of camping. <laughs> exactly. So all this stuff is going to come down. Um, 
And most of it's made out of aluminum, aluminum, which is inert, so I don't have to worry about that reacting with the salt water. But there's got to be some pretty cool space-age technology. That's that's a, another piece, like, we're just going to kind of just let that go. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to think about the dollar signs that are falling into the ocean with that. And I'm assuming it's deep enough. It'll be burnt up enough. There's got to be some sort of self-destruct sequence so that the technology doesn't get stolen i mean if we if we run it back 1971 is where we start dumping stuff here you know what's cool about that date here you were born neither of us were alive Mm. i'm 74 oh okay yeah but that means it's existed our whole life yes and i feel like i'm semi-educated you are you are above average uh, not true because i think this is the new marker i don't think i'm gonna anybody... be like hey have you ever heard of point nemo oh you must not be very smart but i don't think i don't think you're supposed to hear about it you're definitely not supposed to yeah uh but yes uh i think the one that you were referring to the russian one mir yeah yeah so that was 2001 mm-hmm. i was the internet was there and by the way it broke up into over 160 pieces so have you <laughs> i went hunting one time with some friends, and uh, we didn't know where they were at, and some birds flew up in the air, so I shot into the air, but the the buckshot fell on them. Mm. And I've never had that experience, but knowing that you're out there with guns, and you just got sprayed with- Rained on. Rained on by buckshot. So I can't imagine what this would look like. No, and I couldn't find any real video. So- could you? Maybe it's not real at all. Maybe all of this. Maybe, it, listen, 260 spacecraft have been right. dumped there. And, we're not and I don't have a video. Of, of a single one. I don't. No. I couldn't find one. Well, be, well, have you ever seen an alien out of Area 51? No. And they must not exist. Hmm. <laughs> or maybe SpaceX doesn't want me to see it. That's a good point. Because they've dropped some stuff in there, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So is so. I guess what what we're finding out is that parts of the Pacific Ocean have been deemed the trash can. Yes. But only for space debris. Correct. We get very upset with plastic bottles. Right, because they have found microplastic in yes. the same area. Well, how could you not? Right. Listen, it, it's a it's it's in you. You've got plastic in you now because of ingesting it. It just seems like, and I, I think you saw this too, like that location in the ocean is the closest people located to you are those that are living on the International Space Station. That was the coolest Because I think it's data. only 250 miles from that location on Earth to right. the International Space Station. Yeah. So 250 miles up, uh-huh. and you're 1,600 miles away from the nearest people on, on Earth. But That's crazy. It is crazy, and I'm still concerned about the idea of something coming down at maximum velocity with substantial mass to it, right? And when it hits the water, that impact transitions movement. So I'm looking at a tsunami of some kind, I'm assuming. Right, we saw this not that long ago, right right off the coast of Chile. I didn't see it. Well, not with the crash, but when we talk about eruptions and different things happening. I mean, we're triggering things thousands of miles away. I just want to make sure. So we don't believe in space. We don't believe in dinosaurs. Do you believe in volcanoes? I think they're real. Okay. Oh, you've never never seen one up close? I've been to Hawaii. (laughs) I feel like that's a heck of a trick. You know, I think our viewers would love to know the fine line 
that you're that you you dance on. I'm an onion. There are layers to this, and you can't peg me into one camp or another. No. So maybe we'll do a fundraiser someday, and people can ask you questions. Sure. Uh, This is terrifying. I can't find... I mean, James Cameron was able to use private money and go down and video the Titanic wreckage. And he invented this technology that the government either hadn't invented or didn't want to invent, but a private movie maker does. You would think at this point, some of the far out there wackadoodles like Alex Jones, who, again, has made some relatively outlandish claims that turned out to be correct. It's true. (laughs) No, he is a nut job. For sure. Yeah. Um, But you'd think Alex would like to get himself out there. I... One, I from what I was reading, it would take you in this. I don't know how true this is. I guess a lot of factors depend, but it's two weeks off the coast of South America on a big boat. Uh, on a boat. boat, okay. On a, on a, like a medium sized boat. Two weeks. That's far, right? Is it, that true? I well, I think it takes you only five days to get to Hawaii from California. Yeah, it's real far. Oh, see, this is again back to the the, the not so real map. I know. I know it's a five-hour f- flight from California to Hawaii. Well, it's a twenty. Is it twenty-two hours to New- to Australia? From here, California. Ooh, it's far. So you you lose a day of your life flying. Yeah, but you might be able. Let me ask you this: If they were selling tickets to then... be close enough to the crash landing in two thousand thirty-one, but far enough to not get wash to see in a tsunami would you want to see it i think i would buy it on pay-per-view oh my god that's where i would feel safest so this is not a live show situation for you i don't think so i just don't i mean i have seen some of the coolest cgi wreckage that you can see on movies like you know Mm -hmm. cue every rock movie that's ever been made about san andreas and Armageddon and mm-hmm. Deep Impact and all of these things from my childhood. Do you think this might be one of the reasons nobody would care anyways? We've seen explosions. Maybe. We've seen crash landings. It, are we at the spot in humanity where we're like, eh, what else is on TV? I think I think we are. We might be. I mean, if I told 15 people that this was going to be online, but you had mm-hmm. to like even just get through a sign-in screen with, like, make an account, they'd be yeah. like, ah, oh, it sounds like a lot of work just to see that. What do you call those? Um, I'll just check the TikTok later. What do you call those weird little letter number things, but they're all squiggly wiggly, and only only a intelligent human could figure out that was a J and an F and a 6 and a... Dang, I don't know anything about that. No, you have to sign in and prove that you're not a robot. Oh, yeah, you just, like, pick, like, the... Streetlights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I'd be like, now. Nah, you think I don't that that it. would stop someone yes. from seeing the space? I think station. that would stop many people. How about here's another question? I also think it could crash and no one would care. What if we told them how much money of our taxes have been spent on this? Yeah, that's a different story. So if if you were to tell me, bang for the buck, we put in almost a trillion dollars over the last twenty years into the space station. And we were up there trying to figure out if gravity has an impact on growing genetically modified corn. That's pretty much all we did. And we're going to crash it into the Pacific. Do you think people would care? No, I just had a conversation about this the other day with someone who was talking about tax dollars. Okay. And they were talking about the fact that they would feel better 
if there was an itemized list uh-huh. as to where our tax dollars were going. Oh, yeah. But do you really want to know? I do. I mean, you say things like that, but you can't not okay. pay it. So do you want to be more upset knowing what it's going for, or would you rather just live in ignorance? No, I am I am a huge fan of transparency. I know, but why? So you can be more disgruntled? No, because it holds leadership in some accountability. I think it's just abstractly in your mind you feel like that's true. Really? But if they're like, hey, we bought super soakers for everybody at the White House, you'd be like, well, at least I know they bought super soakers. <laughs> like, what? it's not going to change. You know what? And I, I, I want to take my answer back. You're probably right. I don't care. Because even if they told me they, they spent it on something I think I agree with, they're probably lying. Or even if they, you disagreed with it. Yeah. They told me that all of my money was going to NASA. Mm-hmm. I'd be just be like, well, that's a stupid use of my money. <laughs> it's not going to change whether right. I pay my taxes or not. For the rest of your life, all of your tax dollars either go to space exploration or dinosaur museums. <laughs> um, I think people get joy from dinosaur museums, okay. like the same way you get joy from going to the movies. I, I haven't seen it. I, the last movie I saw in the theaters was with you. Really? Yeah. I remember I almost died? Yeah, I do recall that. <laughs> I, I hit know. my leg really hard on something, and I, I almost cried. I just think having a spot where we just put space junk. Now, they have claimed, I don't know who they is, the stuff I we, read. We know who they are. The stuff I read says that there is no life, very, right. very little life, except for bacteria that when the volcanoes have eruptions. Extremophiles. Mm. There is there is bacteria. And then I also heard something about a Yeti crab. Are you familiar with the Yeti crab? No, and I'm... If not, Google the Yeti crab because it's pretty cool looking. Well, it might have something to do with all these uh, space critters that are coming down and uh, interbreeding with uh, the the, uh, the Earth life forms. So I, Yeti crab. I guess the Yeti crab feeds on this bacteria. Okay. Now, here comes my other problem. I say kill it. I do not ever want to huh? see it. It's like crab. a tarantula. For those of you listening, it's like a tarantula mixed with a crab. It's like hairy. Oh, here. Let me show you this one, Mark. Oh, never mind. It's a cartoon. Oh, but well. I thought that was real for a oh, second. Oh, that would be the Pokemon version <laughs> of the Yeti crab. Now, is bacteria worth less to you than the Alaskan salmon? Significantly less. Now, they're both life forms, sir. They are. But I have a worldview um, that we need to be good stewards of our planet, but bacteria can live anywhere and have the ability to evolve under a variety of circumstances. Now, at some point, PETA or ACLU or some far-left environmental group is going to hear about this and there will be a Save the Yeti Crab shirt. And the bacteria that feed the Yeti Crab. Yeah. And, the, uh, and I think at some point the government's going to say, all right, listen, hippies, there's no other place to put the space stuff. We will fund your crazy ideas for the next 10 years with tax dollars. Go away. Some type of shysty deal. Now, but you're right. We've decided, and I don't know who we are or they are, that the bacteria there or the Yeti Crab there are of... Little significance. Less value than other places where they have shut down programs Mm -hmm. and done all of these things. Do you think if they if do you think if it was a dolphin mating ground? I think it's a no brainer. I think if it's something that they care about, 
Okay. I think if you told me that they were whales living there, they would, in fact, shut it down. So you believe in whales? I think they're real. Okay. I don't think they're related to dinosaurs, but I think they're real. Got it. I think that there are, again, pick and choose, right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody plays by the same rules. And this idea that, well, I don't know, we've started space exploration. I guess we have to keep going. And for some reason, we just can't like launch it the other way into space. I don't know. Is it cheaper to bring it the other way? I don't know, away from us. So this is what I've read, and this this makes a lot of sense. Um, you can you can see how many satellites are functional in outer space, but there are more unfunctional satellites in space than functional. They're just floating. They're floating. We just left them. Yeah, because well, it's just not worth bringing them back. Right, but can't we just shoot them off even farther? Hyperspace them? I guess we could, but they it, it does require that you engineer a satellite. Because satellites don't come with propulsion. Right, we, propul- we blow we, them out there and then we leave them. And then we let, we let them get into the orbit of the Earth. So to get them away from the orbit of the Earth, you would have to design a satellite that would then... Send them sh- out farther. Yeah. yeah. But there is an entire science community that thinks that there is intelligent alien life out there and they're using radio waves and 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 infrared it's called seti s-e-t-i i don't know sentient anyway i'll have to look it up but they believe that there's alien life so we wouldn't really want to send a missile light years into space and it crash lands on an alien planet we're trying to be friends with now Americans are notorious <laughs> for either taking people's stuff or putting bad stuff someplace it doesn't belong. So I think maybe the government's got together and said, if we're going to be nice with our space friends, let's not turn their planet into our space junk we'll receptacle. Just, we'll just dump it in the Pacific Ocean. We'll just dump it. But are you more mad that you didn't know about it or that it's happening? I'm way more mad I didn't know about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like having the wool over the eyes. Now, what I was reading this was kind of funny. There was a there was an instance where they thought they were going to have to shut this down because the oceanographers went down and they kept hearing these noises. And it was like mm-hmm. really like uh louder than whales. Yes, but low frequency. And for people who don't know, uh whales are the loudest living thing on the planet. I don't think I knew that. Well, of course you didn't. Science. Well, Teach okay. me something about history. I'm trying. Okay. So, and here's where I would have been super psyched. As they're exploring, like, all of these rumors start flying that there's, like, some kind of magical beast. I don't space, know. Some space alien just monster. Just something, like, just, you know, the, the biggest octopus you've ever seen or something, uh-huh. like, large, prehistoric, something mm-hmm. living under the ocean. And they were like, oh, man, there's, there might be something down here we've never seen before. Godzilla. It's so far away, yeah. it makes total sense. Also, not quite sure that you can rule that out. When, sure. I, when I think about the size mm-hmm. and of just the nothingness that's out there, you can't tell me you know that there's nothing there. I do know. You don't. I do. There's something down there. <laughs> and the fact that we are going out into space when we don't even know what's in our oceans, to me, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. By the way, are you watching the Will Smith special on... No, I didn't watch it. I didn't start it. Is it good? It's good. Is I, it? I go back and forth on and I'm Will a big, Smith. I'm a big Will Smith guy. Okay. So I feel like I'd be into it's it. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and it's not all about Will Smith, mm. and it's not all about saving the planet, um, and they go deep underwater, 
Uh, and he confesses while he's underwater that he's terrified of the ocean. Nice. <laughs> but uh, they say we know more about space than we know about our own ocean. It, that sounds so dumb. Uh-huh. But it's hard to see. I don't care. Well, it, okay. We invented satellites. We Did invented all of these things. Make a brighter flashlight. Okay. So you guys heard it from Mark. Stop he wants, researching. He wants tax dollars. Yes. In the ocean. Yes. Not in space. Correct. Okay. Let Elon go to space. Use his own money. Yeah. That might... Maybe the wealthy know something we don't. I thought Bezos... I... Okay, did I not just see something, Elon making a speech, that we are... Leg, he's legit coming going to Mars? Yeah, um... And he says that we can carry X amount of stuff? This is why I believe at least a small part of any conspiracy theory. Because if a human can think it up, it has to be real. To point, if Elon Musk's and his beautiful Asperger savant brain has decided, I've done the math, I can get you guys to Mars, we can terraform Mars, I think it's possible. And, Mark, you'll be happy to know, if a private citizen is the one funding it, he will do it cheaper and he will do it on time. I don't doubt that. Yeah. I don't doubt that he's on. He also doesn't have to deal with as much red tape, I think, as everybody right. else. But what would happen if the, if the Bond villains, um, Branson, Bezos, Musk, uh, Zuck, <laughs> who's the hippie guy from Twitter? I'm sure he's important. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. Um, but let's get all the smart people together. You know, everybody kicks in half a trillion. I bet you we could get to Mars. Now, would you go? No, I'm not going. You can leave me here to die. Would you pay people to go? Because there are people I would love to see leave this planet and not come back. Oh, I guess if we could do that. Yeah. I mean, remember when Elon was like, no, I want to be very clear. People are going to die. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. And everyone's still like, yeah, cool. That That's sounds fine. great. Roundabout way, back to the story. Okay. It wasn't a, it wasn't a creature. Oh, right. Thank you. Remember what it was? Uh, it was an iceberg cracking. That's lame. But it's... Lame in what way? I don't know. I kind of wanted it to be something cooler than ice. Well, is it possible that maybe we have disrupted the, the sea monster? And he just pushed the ice. And he just pushed the ice and it cracked. And then he looked around like, oh, maybe. I don't want them to see me. But also, could this be now them going full circle, bringing global warming into it? Oh, don't even get me started. So if we say it's an iceberg, yeah. they'll just think about global or warming instead. Or how about this? Uh, the oceans have been warming since the 60s and 70s? Isn't that when we started dumping space junk in the ocean? Say, now they're full of space junk. So, yeah. man, I can't find this thing. I what swear you, he said you, something. Elon who? said something not too long ago. Elon always says stuff. <laughs> I know. But I will tell you, um, I am, if anybody was going to tell me that this graveyard for space junk existed, it had to be you. Because it, <laughs> you texted it to me and I saw the look on your face. Just complete just befuddlement just and amazement. I yes. was duped. Yes. Now, what's annoying to me is in five years, everyone's going to know about this. Well, because they're listening because to the podcast. Well, <laughs> I wish that were the case. But because they're going to start talking about it because mm -hmm. the ISS is coming down. Well, so when we started talking about this, what, three weeks ago, I went digging around. I didn't see a whole lot of anything. And then at the very beginning of February— all of a sudden, CNN is is reporting a ton of stuff. CNN on this came thing. in hot. That's yes. where I, that's where I found it. From. Yeah, um, and then I'm reading this stuff from like 
2015, 2017. It has been the plan mm -hmm. for a while. But I'm assuming when they sent it up, they knew it had to come down. That, that's the laws of physics. But that, again, is the point, right? Mm -hmm. This whole idea of the forgotten. Is, is it we, we're doing this action knowing that in, depending on what you're talking about, 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 mm -hmm. years, we're going to have a major issue. Mm -hmm. Is it still worth what we're doing? And I think both you and I would agree. I do not see the value in space exploration, but I do see the value in a space delivery system for my satellites. And that's about it. And maybe they're going to have to work out a way to go and retrieve. I mean, you could be the space junk man. You go get it, you bring it back, you recycle it. Here's my question. If I really wanted, do you think I could make it all the way out to Point Nemo? I think you could. Without getting shot at. Well, it's not. It's international waters. I know. But listen, hey, look at me. <laughs> We've seen worse things in international waters. You feel me? Uh-huh. Tell me this is not an Area 51 type situation where it if I even get way. close, they're gonna all of a sudden a boat is going to come out of nowhere and ask me what I'm doing. Uh, I don't think it'll be a boat. I think it will be a underwater lab military station like the Abyss. Couldn't that not be true? It can totally be true. What is happening right now? Have you not seen on the Avengers that they have the whole hover? Right. Yeah. Listen. If it can be imagined, it can be done. And probably has been done. Okay, so for the sake of the Yeti crab, we need to get out there and we need to see what Point Nemo has to offer. Field trip for your class next year? Dude, listen, if Discovery is going to pay people to go to pretend haunted houses and pretend that they've been spooked, if people are going to pay for the, the real housewife lives of, of Orange County or whatever, I think there is an opportunity to go out to Point Nemo and do a documentary. How has this not made it to Shark Week? <laughs> I just don't know what Discovery is missing out on right now. It'd be the space shark. There has to be things out there. Yeah. Now, the more we dig into the forgotten, the more I get upset and excited. Because okay. it just leads me, I feel like I'm almost on a treasure hunt to mm -hmm. find just the most obscure, forgotten things in our existence. Well, we know there's more, for sure, right? Way more. Yeah. But I, part of me also feels like I don't want to dig anymore because I just get very frustrated every time I find something new. It's an, that's a very 30-something um, response. I'm just unhappy with everything? No, I, I, I think that it's that transitional phase where you're unhappy with the things you think you don't know and then, I'll just let you know, I'm on the southern end of 40. Um, there's kind of a, it's nice to know that there are still things undiscovered. I guess that could and be it, true. And it makes me feel young. Sure. I mean, I remember the first time you drop the big ball and the little ball off the roof, and they both fall at the same rate. And that doesn't work with my brain. The bigger things should fall faster. Right. So I think you're just, again, on that, uh, that, that, that road of discovery. I guess that could be true. Now, did this cross your mind? I'm going to be alive. Yes. Hey, any part of you think, I hope I make it? <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest. Um, I hope I make it to 31, to, to, to yeah. 2031. Uh, um, that I might not, due to natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Am I? Due to your old age. Okay. Wow. Okay. You know what's funny? No, Mark, thank you. I did not even consider any of that. What's funny is odds are I wouldn't make it before you wouldn't make it with my given track record in this life. You are healthier. Kind of. You, I mean, you, what you eat, how you sure. work out. I choose to exercise my mind sure. and my waistline. But dude, in 2031, I don't even know what episode we're going to be on, but we're going to have to do like a live stream of us watching the ISS go down. What do down. they call that on YouTube? The, the reaction videos? Yeah. Josh and Mark react. And you know the best camera is just going to see this little... <laughs> that was shot somewhere yeah. in Hollywood five yeah. weeks before. Oh, my Yo, gosh. Okay. We bring Speaking it. Speaking of tinfoil hats, oh, I never thought that we would come across a forgotten space cemetery. And yet, Mark, you never fail to bring the goods. Well... I have brought the goods. Mm -hmm. How about, my friend, can you bring us some wisdom of the week? Well, as we think about the wise words of people, mm -hmm. this one works very well for the whole Forgotten series. Amen. Annie Leonard, which you told me, uh, author she of... had a, uh, The Story of Stuff. She had a huge YouTube channel for a while. She says... There is no such thing as away. When you throw anything away, it must go somewhere. And apparently it's the Pacific Ocean. It is Point Nemo. Mm-hmm. I would love to know if any of our viewers would be interested in a uh, seafaring <laughs> party cruise sometime in 2031. It would be so expensive. <laughs> I do, however, and we're going to put this up on our Instagram this week. Are you familiar with Point Nemo and Josh and I are just stupid? Or is this new mind-blowing information for you? And if you were aware of it, you will be invited because obviously you know more than we do. You are in the know. Amen to that. Make sure to get that quiz. Uh, you follow us on Instagram at The Common Counterpart. Again, I'm your host, Mark. And I am Josh. And Joshy, I will see you next week. Yes, sir. Bye.